What is good, everybody? Welcome to Why Does It Rain on Beautiful Days. I am the host slash producer, Johnny Stika, here with Travis Stella, the videographer slash friend slash co-host, <laughs> who is here for my first go at a podcast, which I'm super fucking excited about. And uh, how are you, Travis? Oh, I can't complain. I'm getting 500 bucks, y'all. Uh, Tell me more tell you more okay so what happened was i got a comment on my instagram that was like from this big not all right i'm not gonna say big artist but he does big artwork um he's a mural artist and like on his instagram he has all these paintings of like the side of uh, houses and these really large scale paintings and he uh commented on my instagram he was like um, hey man, like I was looking through your posts and uh, I was wondering if um, I could use one of your posts as inspiration for uh, my my next um, commission I'm doing for a client. Um, just DM me. So uh, we talked and he picked out one of my posts that he's going to paint on a uh, 50 centimeter by 50 centimeter uh, uh, board. But um, he offered me $500. <laughs> I mean, I, I would have been happy with like twenty five, but five hundred dollars is crazy. I that, mean, that's. So I mean, good, are we allowed to? Are we allowed to curse or talk about? I think we're allowed to curse. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, dude, that's so awesome. I'm happy for you, and that can kind of segue us into our next topic as uh, success. I want to start off. This podcast, it's called Why Does It Rain on Beautiful Days, where I want to talk about success, and I want to find out everybody, everybody's version of success. I'm going to talk to a new person every week, hopefully I could stay with that, and uh, get a bunch of different views and outlooks on what their view of success is, and more, and then we'll just go into whatever from there. So I would like to ask you, Travis, what when do you think you can turn around in life and be like, I am successful? Um, you know, I, that's tough. I don't think it's more of a turning point or a, like a realization. Like, I, I feel like we have successes throughout the day. You know, you, yeah. you, you can't really go out, go through a full day without doing something successful, whether it's brushing your teeth or putting your shoes on. Um, I, I would see it like more as like, just like the way I feel about how I do things. Um, you know, success is kind of your own interpretation of, you know, if, if that makes sense. Um, like, like if I was at playing soccer, you know, um, after the game, that's where I would determine if I was successful or not. And I feel like throughout the day, rather, I I don't always say like, oh, was I successful? But just like kind of going over what just happened throughout that day. Like, I think it's like an end of the day thing for me, but. I don't know. No, no person's ever not successful in my eyes because it's about the little things. It's about the little things. It yeah. doesn't. You don't need to be like a, I don't know, like a, a Tom Cruise or, or <laughs> you don't need to like yeah. MCR. Like yeah. you go out and you play your chords and I don't know. Like you just learn a new chord. You you learn a new piece or I don't know. You, you get a small gig. Like I feel like that's the stuff that matters. Yeah, exactly. Like you are. Uh you just have little accomplishments throughout the day, and that's like if you if you have enough little accomplishments, it'll go farther than you think. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's that's so cool. And like another question I had for you, right, is like if you think about like children, 
Ooh. You know? <laughs> okay, okay. Not not like your own children, but just like children in general. You ask okay. a kid, you're like, what do you want to do when you're older? And they're like, I want to be an astronaut. Or like, they're like, yeah. I want to be like a basketball player. They want to be this. Like, how realistic is that? Like, like think about, think about how society puts like almost like impossible. It makes, it makes it kind of impossible for a lot of people to like do what they want. It's almost like you have to change your route to fit into society since you're a kid or you just change your mind. And I want to know your thoughts on that. Like, what do you think? Like, how realistic is it for like a four year old who wants to be an astronaut to actually become one? I'm going to give you a great answer. My mom is just spam calling me uh, <laughs> viewers and listeners. <laughs> we can, um, we can cut this out for a little oh, bit. Oh no, you don't ready. This is right. going to be a one, two, one, two. All right. Let's see. Calling, calling, calling <laughs> Heather, Stella. <laughs> one sec doing a <laughs> podcast. I'm all good now. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. That's so funny. Well, yeah. All right. Well, back to the question. I'm not going to lie. I thought that was going to go towards, like, how, how many five-year-olds do you think you can fight at once <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. But, um, you know how realistic? I, I, I'd say not not too realistic at, at all. I mean, I, I think dreams are, like, or dreams and desires as a kid, like, can definitely, like, branch something out, but I don't know. When when I was a kid, I, I think I wanted to be, like, an astronaut, and then I hit, like, eighth grade, and bro, I, don't, I don't like math. There's no way I want to be an astronaut now, you know? I don't think, yeah. like, those core life-changing decisions can possibly be made at that age. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't aid those thoughts or... Um, I don't know. I'm not saying don't don't tell your kid like, oh, you definitely can't do that shit. But I don't know. I I think I think things change. Yeah. So, I mean, of course. I don't, I don't want that to be like a negative outlook on that question. But yeah. I, I just your, realis- your mind like changes the realistic, realistically. Like, yeah. But like, I also think about this too. Like, if if you're a kid and you actually do do go through with that, and you like you when you're three years old, you have your eyes set that you want to be a fucking basketball player. Yeah, like, and you actually become a basketball player, you're gonna be like, you're gonna be like so good at playing basketball. Like you're gonna be like Michael Jordan because you've you're thought about athlete. since like you're a tiny little kid. Exactly, and like some people even feel that way about colleges, which I think is really weird. You know yeah. what I mean? They're they're like, I have to go to Yale. I yeah, have to like, and they close all of their other options. And like, are you a failure if you don't? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like that like ties back to the success thing you know exactly because in their head it's like i'm not successful if i don't go to yale and yeah. i feel like success is another thing that like just drives people yeah like there's a lot of things out there that drives people but i think the satisfaction of success is definitely exactly because one. if you keep failing it's really hard to keep going and i think it's the people that keep going when they keep failing that just like are it's so impressive it's so it's impressive like the, God, the, the grind set. That's what I'm going to say. Just to be able to, like, trudge through. Which is so tough. Because it's, like... It, it gets to a point of, like, fighting that hard is... Like, I feel like you would almost lose passion in, like, what you're doing. Yeah. Just from how tough it is. And the fact that they're able to, like, just get through it. And, like, still, like, fall... Like, be in love with these, like, dreams and hopes that they have. Even though that's kicking their ass. It's definitely, like, an admir- ad- admirable trait to have. I, I agree actually and it's 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 really cool. Um like you see like I, I've been 
I, I'm on Instagram Reels because I deleted TikTok, and I'm like, I don't know why I'm on like the gym and like inspirational speech. Like, yeah, but it sparks you. Like. Oh my gosh, it's crazy! Like you'll hear like these interviews with like, I don't know, like Mike Tyson or something, and it's like, it's like when he came, like there's like this video of him like coming out of jail, and he was like terrifying. Yeah. Like he was huge because he could only but he could only lift. Yeah, that's like and that's he came the only thing like he would be willing imagine to imagine like how scared I, I would be shitting my pants if I was in the I ring mean, with him, bro. Not even in his prime. Mike Tyson now like Even now, dude. He could walk in like eight G's of mushrooms in his system and like I would like still shit myself. Uh, bro, I would, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine that? What what did you want to be when you grew up when you were a kid? Oh, my God. Do you remember? Because I don't. I wish I could tell you. I don't remember. <laughs> you know, if we called up my mom, I'd probably be able to find out. But I really don't think it was. It, I, I must I, you know, I think I think I wanted to be like like a fighter pilot. Yeah. But I wasn't like one of those kids that would like collect the action figures or like collect fighter pilot jets. I just yeah. like I think I watched Top Gun when I was young. Yeah. And then I like, really liked it. And then like. I don't know, like, I would see all of these, like, you ever seen, like, the train ads? Like the, yeah. Like the, like, the play train ads, where it's, like, they go through, or not even the, you know the train ads, where it was, like, the TV sets, and they sold the discs, and it was just trains? Yeah. Like, they had that, but they had it for fighter pilots, too. And I literally bought, like, the, the jet version. I was just watching jets go, and it was, yeah. like, it was like I, I spent, like, $10 my allowance on it. That's I so remember cool. watching it, like, a thousand times. I spent all my allowance on deli sandwiches. Oh, dude. At Anne Marie's. Oh but, uh, no, actually, I remember there's like a point of like my, not like kind of like late childhood, you know, like eight, nine maybe, that I wanted to be like a priest. A priest? Interesting. Yeah. Were you very. I was really growing? religious. Like, like it's not even like my parents forced me to go to church. I almost liked it a little yeah. bit. And the tables turned heavy for that one. Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, don't know, I can't really speak on religion too much because I'm not going to lie. I didn't grow up in with religion, and yeah. I, I really don't know much about religion whatsoever. But I, I could imagine like, as a kid, like the thought of God, like just being like, I don't know, nurturing. I, I would yeah. say. Yeah, you you thought of it as nurturing. Well, I, I, I don't know. I always kind of yeah. grew up like, I grew up not believing in the Santa Claus. I grew up not believing in the Tooth Fairy. I grew oh, up really? not believing in God. Are you serious? Yeah, I just like. You didn't believe in like the the, I, the like, tooth fairy right, when I was like maybe four or five. Oh, but, like, oh, once I like, like got your, your, that your conscious, parents, your parents like, did it. Like yeah. your parents. Oh no, did no, it. they they did it. Okay, one hundred percent. I thought you meant like like they were just like fuck you like. If oh you no, lose a tooth, no, no, you're, you're yeah, yeah. I got I got <laughs> toys under the tree and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, fuck your Christmas. But, I don't know. I I feel like from like the point where I could remember, like as far back as I could remember, mm-hmm. like I just never fully believed in any like. And ghosts, or I don't know, even like, well, obviously to this Dude, today. I used, I used to be terrified of ghosts. Yeah. So bad. I used to be scared, but like, I would know it's in my own head, but I like, I, I just would be like, my head scaring me so much yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, I remember when I when I was growing up, there's like a few years, literally years, where I was scared of the number thirteen because of like a nightmare I had one time, and then I woke up and slammed my head on the top bunk like a metal oh, really? on the top bunk. And I don't know, I guess that, like, just, like, kind of, like, smack, like, ingrained it in my head. So whenever the whenever the clock would hit 12, I would go into the hallway of my bedroom and then wait for it to say 14 and then go back in. Because really? I felt, like, 13 was, like, the number where all, like, 
the monsters come out. Dude, it's weird, like, all those, like, tiny little childhood memories that, like, yeah. you collect and then just never think about. Exactly. Like, but they'll, like, stick with you just like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I yeah. remember, like, a little TMI, but when I was a little kid, I um I was eating, like, I was eating pesto on bread, right? Yeah. And I was eating this bread, and I felt chunk, right? And I was like, like, something, you know when you eat something hard yep. or something chewy and you have something hard in it? Yeah. It was like something hard in this bread. I was yeah. like, what the fuck, right? So uh-huh. I go to the bathroom, I spit it out, and it was my tooth, bro. Ooh. And I was like a little cat. I was like, oh. Damn. And like that moment, like whenever I have something like crunchy and soft food like like that's the all i think about i was I, like like i just shoot back to that memory for some reason yeah no yeah oh my gosh that's horrible yeah all right so travis talk to us more about photography photography let's see because i i've always wanted to to know like like do you just do it for fun or like I know like you want to make your life out of it you're in college for it but like is it more fun to you than it is like like when you're like going out filming like is there ever times where you're like I really don't want to be doing this you know it's it's funny because I've I feel like I've like actually never been asked that before like I've never really thought of like why why am I like doing photography you know like I'm really like in an art school Mm -hmm. when like the sensible person could be like go into economics yeah, like, or yeah. Go, in, go into business. Yeah, that's then, that's what that's what terrifies me. The hardest part about transferring to SUNY Purchase is the fact that it gave up my safe life. Yeah, I gave it up. I will like, never have a safe life unless I go back on that course, which I really don't like. I, I like the I, risk. I'm not a I'm not a business major. I, yeah, I, I don't give two shits about business yeah. unless it's for my photography. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I like getting into photography. It was COVID times. Um, I would like I I was in like a couple freshman like intro additional classes, but COVID hit and I got my first camera ever. My my grandmother gave me her pretty old like two thousand and like two Nikon Pro camera is, at the time. Is that the one that would like sit there sometimes without the lens on? Yeah, it, it would just yeah. sit there, the body just yeah, collecting dust. That. Yep. But that camera was like. A lifesaver, dude. It was really the only thing that got me out of the house over COVID. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I didn't smoke or or anything. Like, I I was pretty much, like, just, like, a sober, bored kid over uh, over COVID. Yeah. Um, I get my hands on drinks, but more or less. I mean, I'm not going to drink away my my quarantine. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But... You're not, yeah. You weren't one of the people that just sat there the whole time yeah, and like, like got blasted out of their minds like twenty four seven. Like, like I, I honestly, I wish I could have, but I just <laughs> didn't have the chance to. Yeah, but don't we all? I got this camera, and um, I don't know. I, I the whole goal of this was my mom wanted me to start documenting mm-hmm. because she was like, you know, quarantines don't happen often. And that's true. Like that's get true. Your pictures in like save save those photos. Yeah, I do have them. I have them all saved in a folder. Because in like fifty years, dude, they'll, they'll be worth shit. Like you know, like they'll be like memorials and stuff, and they'll be like any like photos you have of like COVID quarantine. Yeah, like, dude. You know, like you can make some money. Be like, this is taken like during like a global pandemic. You know, like that shit's awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. So like I would just go around. Like my mom would drive me. We take pictures in grocery stores and skate parks when they had the clothes signs up yeah. and all that. And from that point on, like, I, w- I would take pictures of my friends. 
and it kind of just came to like like a documenting thing to me Mm -hmm. like i would love i love like looking back at pictures and just being like oh i know exactly what happened then yeah this is when this and this and this and this like because they're memories that would be forgotten yeah exactly like there are so many things that we do like we we, over summer we probably did like every single day we we did something yeah like to a point yeah and literally like half of it yeah and like half of it's a blur you know because we just did so much oh yeah dude. and like having those pictures to look back on especially like over covid when there was nothing to do and i could just edit pictures like it took up a big time and after covid i would get into more photography classes and it got to the point where it was just like it's not like i would plan or like like set up shoots it would just be like oh uh, i'm leaving going going uh going to cascade yeah be like oh shit let me bring my camera yeah and it slowly started being like oh shit let me bring my camera and it turned into like just bringing my camera like i it was pretty much like a second skin like i would just bring it to like wherever i could really dude i feel like if you had more time and like all of a sudden like got like the work ethic of a ceo you could definitely be like a crazy cool like daily blogger bro you know what i'm saying i honestly should like i should put more time crazy like the amount of editing that goes into that and, like, work. Dude, I, I'd say, like, not that... Is, if it was a chore for me, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Just because it really is so much work. Yeah. I'm so glad it isn't because, like, I've, like... I've made things that's taken me, like, five hours to do, and I look back at it, and it's just just like how we're talking about success, you know? Yeah. The five hours was, like, grueling. Like, I had to micro-change everything just to fit the exact way I wanted. Yeah. Rather, rather it's for photography and editing, like, the picture. Yeah. Or film, which takes, I mean, like, 100% longer. And I would, <laughs> I would sit there just pissed off, and, I don't know, the satisfaction of success at the end almost like makes you forget about the grueling five hours you just put in you yeah know? of course like, I, I don't even, like i finish something don't even think about the five hours i just put in i'm mm-hmm. like all right let me show yeah. this off let me put this there like is there anything i can fix like it, it's almost like a like a boost of like encouragement or not encourage it's like a boost or a more it's like a drive you yeah. know like it's something that like keeps me going yeah for sure and it's like it's like the end the end goal like the end vision getting yeah. that is like definitely worth it no it, definitely and like the little steps of success that's really cool like when i when i was started this when i when i started this i was like i kind of just lost my train of thought when <laughs> i when i um when i started like editing editing music and like um and even like just like sitting at the computer and trying to like create something and realize like this is really fucking hard and like it's gonna take a long time. It's like the little the little points of success that matter in like the vision. It's like the vision. Yeah. It's the Especially end goal that keeps you going. This, like this being like your first episode of the new podcast, like you bought like this gear, you know, yeah. like getting it set up, like mm-hmm. only thing you can go from here is like up. Facts. You know, and like, I wanna do this every week, even even if it's for two people, I think I'm gonna yeah, do this. Like, like even just for myself. Just like like photography and film, like documentation. You yeah. know, I'm yeah. sure you're gonna hear some super sick stories on this, and be able to s- save it for a rainy day. You of know? course, <laughs> of course. All right. Well, I think it's reaching that time that we take a break, just break for time. a minute. Break time. Break time. Break time. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Break time. <laughs> See you in a bit. And like for you, it'll be like 0.5 seconds, but. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. This is welcome back from the break. 
For you guys, it was not that long, but for us, it was 17 whole hours. I'm sorry, guys. I really needed to use the bathroom. Yeah, it's now 3 a.m. We had Chipotle. We shit our brains out. All right. So, I wanted to get talking to you about something serious, and that is, it's all business, of course. Of course, it's all business. Um, Your new um, little baking business, if you'd like to... uh, Get into, if you'd like to get into it, you could start it off. I would love to. Go ahead. Before I mention the specifics of this business, I kind of just want to talk about baking. Um, I grew up in a family like my my dad worked at John George's for if you guys don't know, is a really high rated like kind of fine dining restaurant, and food is definitely like a way of life at the Trust me, bro. household. Trust oh me, God. I know. Anytime the boys come over, it's always oh, I've never God. eaten bad at the Stella household. <laughs> never once. And not only is my dad a chef, but my mom is a baker. Well, not uh not as her job, but um they they owned a restaurant together. My mom did the baking and uh my grandmother's like I don't know, she's she's out there she blesses the food like any other grandmother would. Definitely super good at baking. But um, over the summer, what happened was I uh, actually just started dabbling into uh, making my own can of butter. For who, uh, for you guys that don't know, can of butter is infused cannabis or weed butter. Um, and it took me a lot of tries to get right. I mean, the first time I made it completely wrong. And I, I don't know if it was placebo or not, but I got ridiculously high so i mean it worked but now this, i have uh this is a free promo this is this is a free <laughs> promo hit up team Stella, purchase people <laughs> if you go to suny purchase you like, know who to call that shit on yik yak oh my god i can't believe you put it on yik yak but <laughs> over the summer i was making uh, these batches of can of butter can of oil co- uh, coconut oil um just making them for fun you know i, I give it to the friends, have everyone try it. And um, when I was doing that, I, I ran into my garage for something. But uh, in turn, I found my dad's old uh, recipe book for John George's. And it wasn't just a recipe recipe book. It was a baking uh, slash dessert recipe only book. Um, so literally a Michelin star um, restaurant's cookbook right in my hands. Um, almost perfect timing to when I started making edibles. And uh, I started taking these um, these recipes up in college. Yeah, I got myself a crock pot and let that butter simmer for 12 hours. And then I just followed the, the recipes to a tea. And um, so far I've made cookies, uh, seven layer bars, which is not a uh, John George's recipe. Um, but I made uh, their ice cream. Um, I... Uh, and what else? Am I missing something? Seven layer bars, cookies. Oh, I, I made Rice Krispie treats yeah, too, Rice but Krispies. that's also not John George's recipe. They are delicious. Oh my god, they're they, very good. I don't know. They, they tasted very potent because it's only three ingredients. Um, obviously, the more ingredients you have that aren't infused is gonna mask that flavor, which gets tough though because that means you have to spend more money on ingredients. It's a hard um, middle ground. It is a hard middle ground. One that you'll find, though, I'm sure. It's uh, it's tough because I, I want to make everything homemade because I, I like to bake. It, it's fun for me. Um, I also like knowing like where everything comes from. You know, I could get tinctures from a middleman, but I don't know. I don't know who who knows what's in that. 
Yeah, and I would could get tinctures from a dispensary, but why would I spend God knows what for something I could do by myself? That's true. That's true. Know where the weed's from, like have everything in my disposal. Yes, you know. Um, but I don't know. I, I started branching out. Um, first, I started selling, or not selling, but I let my friends try them up here, and then uh, over time, they just start buying from me. Um, and then I'd branch out. I've hit a couple people. I even got people on Yik Yak, which is I can't crazy. Believe that. I, I cannot believe literally, that. I, 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 scro- I was scrolling through Yik Yak. I, I reinstalled it, not for the purpose of spreading drug information, but just because, I, I don't know, I haven't been on it since uh, last semester. And the first thing wow. I see, the very first thing I see is, wh- who, who got plugs at, at Perch? <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, time to shine. Threw in my, my snap, which time is something you should probably do. never do, yo. <laughs> time for I, me to do my thing. Oh, my I, God. I put my Snapchat on there, and I told my friends, and they're like, yo, take that take that down. <laughs> I was like, wait, oh, my God, I'm how, literally like a drug dealer. How like, many people I, added you? Four people. Yeah, dude. I mean, got three sales from Yik Yak. And you know what? You know what? Like, that's 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 kind of scary, dude. It's scary because like, I was a little left, scared. You like, left it on Yik Yak, bro, bro. I was scared I was going to, like, walk over to the parking lot and just see, like, like hello, officer. <laughs> like, you, oh, you're not Riley A. <laughs> like, bro, like. You're not, you're not, um, you're not being very discreet about this whole business. Me, myself, uh, just, I, you know, like, it's tough because we're at SUNY Purchase. It is hard. It is hard. And SUNY Purchase is big on that stuff. And It's almost like... You can get away with being, like, uncareful. You know you what really I mean? Like can. You, you can get away Which with is, like, a dangerous thing to have at a school. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd almost say, like, like we have uh, professor-to-student ratios. We, we have, like, plug-to-student plug ratios just yeah. as well. It really is, like, It's kind of scary, dude. Every, like, weed. I've been here for, like... Well, like a week and a half, two weeks, I've seen like, I've gotten introduced to like four plugs. Yeah. And I'm like, you know? geez. And it's almost like, it's almost like, why would I even start selling edibles? But the good thing is no one on this campus sells edibles. Yeah. I mean, I, from you got what a I know, I mean, this is my second year and I feel like in the weed department, like I, I, I know generally who, who sells weed here and really isn't that much edibles. I mean, we would get like nerd rope edibles from cali or like i I know someone that sells tincture kits or not kits but like he just throws tinctures on top of food i don't know i mean dude, like where else are you gonna get like homemade homemade infused like seven layer bars bro yeah and like i don't want this just to be like oh my stuff is so good so good like i definitely like take pride in making stuff like for sure um i i'd say like for Profit to like cost ratio. I'm spending a lot of money on ingredients, you know, like, and it's not like I'm like cheaping out. Like, I'm making sure every ingredient that needs to be there is in there. Yeah. Um, of course. And, you know, it gets to the point where it's like you go to the grocery store, you buy like a, a small bottle of vanilla extract for cookies. It's like 15 fucking bucks. Yeah. You know, like it gets to the point where it's like, why am I selling this? Like, I, I could just get like a dub. And yeah. smoke it instead. Yeah. yeah. But I just also love to bake. <laughs> That's the only thing making me do it. And yeah. I guess, I mean, the money is nice. I, I was able to, like, cut off half the cost of my ingredient co- uh, price the next time I went yeah. and made a batch. Or I also went and got myself a scale. Yeah. And um, al- 
also like if we go back to like minute like 10 of this podcast we were talking about like how like continuing when like the future is like whatever you know like like when 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 like the future gets cloudy and you keep going that's like when you end up the most successful which is what this whole podcast is about because like there there has been days where i was like man and this sounds like so drug like this is a hard com like conversation to talk about because i'm trying to talk in the least plug way possible because yeah, i don't see myself as a i will never call myself a drug dealer yeah. i sell pastries <laughs> <laughs> I, I sell desserts i <laughs> sell have a little special twist but i mean realistically if i made desserts and sold them by themselves probably mm-hmm. wouldn't get that much as attention as edibles would so i mean another yeah. business standpoint but i don't know i the feeling of making a batch it's so nice. Like, having it done, especially, like, those damn cookies took me maybe, like, three and a half hours. I remember that. Like, I was sitting here, and you were working, dude. Like, nonstop working, and you guys went to the hub. I say that. Yep. Like, I, I had I had maybe, like, a 10-pan rotation in that small apartment oven. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I banged it out, and I sold them. And yeah. I ate, like, maybe, like, 25 of those cookies. But you know what? I made them... I got the money to cover the costs, and yes. I, if someone needs to quality test these things. This is true. And if it's not me and you, I don't, I don't know who, <laughs> who it's gonna be. <laughs> All right, before my mom gets too angry listening oh, to this podcast. Geez. Sorry, Mrs. Psycho. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm I, kidding. I'm I kidding. Promise, it's. I'm kidding. It's it's more for it's more for the desserts. I swear. It, it was a joke, mom. It was a joke. I swear. <laughs> All right. Um, the queen died today. Oh my god. Oh my god, the queen died. The second Queen Elizabeth. Was she really the second? Yeah. I didn't know that. Queen Elizabeth the second. I don't know much about her, honestly. But um sad to see her go. You know, like what? What? I thought she was gonna live forever. Didn't you, bro? I, I really did. I I mean she got to ninety seven. That is a very She got to ninety seven, dude. You know, like Wow. I'm trying to think, like, if I, like, even know any stories. Like, because I know I've heard some, but I really don't know much about the Queen. Do you have anything to say about the Queen, Travis? One minute. Travis is texting. At the Sorry. Um, You're good. This, uh, this artist keeps Answering texting at wrong me. Times. And now we just have my bank doesn't work, so I'm going to have to. Damn. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'm going to get my 500 somehow. <laughs> <laughs> if not, I'm going to. Be broke for a couple of days. I'm not gonna lie. That's okay. We worry about that later. All right. I'm sorry. Continue with the. Uh, do you know? Do you know any like stories or want to say anything about the queen dying? Because I don't know dying. much about her. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I really don't follow sh- follow like, is it the is it a monarch? Is that what it is? English monarch. Yo. Yo. Look at this guy coming in rudely interrupting our podcast. Like he's the shit or something. <laughs> I, I should take him and just throw him out the window right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sad to see the queen go, but it is what it is. It's way of life. Way of life. Dude, the new king must be so patient, though. Wait, is that how it works? Does the king remarry? He was wait. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant, dude. Or, like, the king now had to wait for the queen to die oh. to become king. Oh, so he I must get have been it. waiting so, so long. long, bro. <laughs> bro, I he must I have been do, waiting dude, so wait. long. Could She's you been imagine? queen since like 
World War Two, bro. <laughs> like, oh my God, could you imagine like being born into the royal family and being like, all right, you have to wait for this motherfucker to die, and then that, that, and, and then she just never at that dies. Point. <laughs> she just never dies. She dies at ninety-seven. What a full life. Yeah. That is a full life. Well, as we approach the end of our podcast, I'd like to thank everyone listening, and I think we had a good first episode. Not too shabby, not too shabby, honestly. Not too shabby at all, I yeah. say. Thank you, for, thank you for talking. Oh, no problem. Wait, wait, wait. Yo, at T-Man Stella, hit me up for Eddie's. I got everything, yo. 100 milligrams, 50 milligrams. You know, you know, on God, no kizzy, no cap. You're... <laughs> free advertising. Yeah, free th- advertising. Th- throw that out there real quick. Just throwing it out there, just throwing it out there. Well, this is Why It Rains on Beautiful Days by Johnny Steiker. And... Thank you for listening. Enjoy your fall. Or, fuck.